0: So that you can embrace your true nature and begin walking boldly toward your dreams. Let's dive in. Hello to all you beautiful humans. Thank you for listening to another episode of Permission 2. I hope that you're doing so well. I am currently rugged up under my doona recording this episode while baby Frankie hopefully has a bit longer of her nap time. And yeah, it's a bit of a chilly wet day in Perth and we've um, just had beautiful sunny kind of autumny weather. So I'm making the most of this kind of colder weather for a little bit Uh, and just so excited and happy to be chatting to you today about resilience and permission to break up with the word resilient. (laughs) And just to say here, a bit of a disclaimer, I'm not saying that the concept of resilience is really terrible um, or that resilience, you know, having resilience is a bad thing. But I think that perhaps a way that I'm hearing people use the word resilience and the concept resilience, it can become a little bit toxic and there can be a bit of a darker side to resilience. So I'm just going to explore that with you today. And if anything comes up for you around this, just know that it could be some of your conditioning um, and lessons that you've learnt. Along your life about, you know, needing to be strong and needing to be able to cope and bounce back quickly and things like that. So we'll explore that a little bit more. But yeah, let's dive in first with, you know, what I mean when I'm talking about resilience, uh, because obviously there's lots of different ways to define resilience. So I'm really talking about psychological resilience, um, which is the ability to cope mentally or emotionally with a crisis or return to pre-crisis state quickly. So resilience exists when a person uses their own mental processes and behaviors in promoting personal assets and protecting themselves from potential negative effects of stress. And so this is something that in psychology, uh, there's a lot of like focus on the positives of resilience and especially in workplaces, you know, like how can we make our employees more resilient? Uh, but I also see it in Like the mamas that I support and in the business owners I support this kind of um, idea that, you know, we should be strong, we should be positive, we should be able to push through no matter what's going on. And yeah, I guess this is a part of resilience that I want to explore and that I'm personally kind of trying to break up with this idea that, you know, I need to be strong and I need to bounce back quickly, And what came up for me when I was thinking about this topic was what if instead of saying, wow, she's so resilient or she's so strong, what if we said, wow, she's so well supported, she's so well resourced. So instead of pushing all of the responsibility onto someone to cope with a a challenging situation on their own, that we're actually um, looking at, well, how can we support that person as they face those challenges? Um, How can we be soft and gentle with themselves? And yeah this is a process of you know being able to accept and validate your emotions and to be able to talk compassionately with yourself and with each other. And so I want to talk first about the problems with being too resilient or maybe the darker side of resilience. Firstly for me there's a lot of similarities between this and the idea of toxic positivity. It's like if we like you know, thinking in helpful ways and more effective ways can have a really positive impact on your life. But if you tell yourself that you always have to have positive thoughts, no matter how how hard life is going, and if you push that expectation onto others, and that in my view is when the positivity becomes toxic. And it's a bit the same with resilience, like the problem with someone being encouraged to be too resilient or themselves encouraging themselves to be too resilient is that sometimes it can be masking our vulnerability. So if you get that label like, wow, she's a strong woman, she can handle a lot, or wow, she's really resilient, she's up. then that can feel like, you know, a bit of a identity that you have to then live up to, you know, like, wow, she's so strong, she's so resilient, and so then you think, oh, wow, I need to always be strong, I always need to be resilient. And masking vulnerability... have such a negative impact on our well-being and our sense of wholeness because if we're kind of showing the world that we're resilient and that we're always coping when actually we're feeling vulnerable and feeling um, like we're struggling then actually that's not really helpful is it and also if we are too resilient we might not be very motivated to change situations that actually really aren't good for us. It's almost like, okay, well, I'm resilient, so I can handle this situation, even though it's really hard. So why would I bother trying to work on it? I actually really disagree with that idea that, oh, well, I'm a strong person. I can handle this, so I'll just put up with it. And so these are some of the problems around being too resilient, in my opinion. And I think we have to be really careful how we use the language, how we use the language around strength, um, how we use the language around resilience, and make sure that we're not pushing it on ourselves and pushing it on others. And so some questions that you could ask yourself, you know, when you're thinking about situations and thinking, well, I need to be strong here or I need to be more resilient. Is there a way that I could show myself Even just 1% more compassion or even a really small amount more of compassion. And is there a way, like, is my resilience a mask? So am I actually hiding behind the identity of being resilient, of being strong? If you are, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, sometimes we need to do those things to survive. And... You know, sometimes I love the way Brené Brown talks about like how often when we're trying to be strong um, and we're trying to hide our vulnerability, we put a brick wall up around our emotions. And so we don't let anyone see our vulnerable emotions. But the issue with that is that we also we kind of block out all the the emotions that we're scared of. But we're also kind of blocking out all the the genuine joy and, and, and juiciness and excitement that comes with life. So... Like sometimes we do choose to put a wall up because we're feeling vulnerable and always there's no pressure to share things with, with, you know, your friends and family and community at the same time, sometimes it's incredibly helpful too. And so it's just being aware of whether you are wearing a mask, whether you are pretending to be strong when actually maybe you don't feel um, that you are strong right now and maybe, That's just taking that mask off for like one person that you feel really, really safe with and letting them know that actually, you know, I know you think that I'm being really strong right now, but I'm actually really struggling. And yeah, this is a conversation I think that is coming up a lot for me um, with the women I support at the moment, because the reality is we're all kind of still navigating Um, this pandemic. And, you know, it feels like things are easing off a lot. But I I think like mentally now, a lot of people are processing what's happened and processing grief and loss and um, stress. I think like a lot of people have been in crisis mode and holding um, stress. So my invitation to you is to ask yourself, you know, if you have been being strong and resilient for a long time, like is there somewhere, is there a way that you could just take a little bit off your plate and take a deep breath, allow yourself to, to do some breathing and to, yeah, kind of break up with that idea that you need to be strong, that you need to be resilient, because sometimes actually being vulnerable, um, letting that wall down, allowing yourself to be soft and compassionate is actually the the most beautiful, generous way that you can support yourself instead of feeling like you need to be strong. So yeah, I just wanted to give that message to everyone today because I feel like so many women need to hear it. It's okay if you've been feeling like you've had to be strong to just breathe and and be with what is. And look, Some for some people there will be like a lot of resistance coming up to this episode. Uh, maybe you're not even listening anymore and that's okay too. But I think one thing I want to really be open about is that I, and I think this applies to me that um, and to many women I support that firstly, I'm a high achieving person. So I often put like quite high expectations on, you know, how I am showing up in the world and how I'm coping And they're not always realistic. But also I think we've been conditioned to fear, compassion and softness to see them and vulnerability to see them as weak and somehow less productive. Like, wow, if I actually acknowledge that I'm like not coping right now, that that might affect my business or that might affect my career. Um, So I, I just want to acknowledge that I think some of this as well is quite simple work, but it's actually about unlearning what we have been taught in our, in our society, um, in our childhoods, in our lives, you know, that we should be strong, we should toughen up. Um, so yeah, that's my invitation for you to just get really curious about your reaction to this idea of not needing to be strong, not needing to be too resilient and yeah, just like allow yourself to sink into that softness. And that's it for this episode. I think it's time for me to get Frankie up from her nap. But I hope that that landed for some of you. And if you did um, appreciate that episode or get something out of it, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review. I'm still trying to really, um, yeah, spread the word about permission too. So thank you so much for listening and I will chat to you again next week.